0: Hey guys, I'm running just a couple of minutes late. Whenever I'm early, I end up being late. So I kind of was sitting down here ready to get started and then um, I get distracted. I'm like, oh, I have time to do this and I have time to do that. Raise your hand if you ever do that. <laughs> I hope that's kind of a normal thing. I don't know. Um, okay, let me pop up. It always takes a few minutes before y'all show up in the little thing. Hey Hannah, welcome. And Marion, hey guys. I hope y'all are recovering from convention. So I'm curious a week later, what are you using the most of of your new convention products? That's what I wanna know. If you didn't see, I posted the Adaptive Plus Blue Spruce. The smell of it is amazing to me. I love it. Hey Terry, just saw you. I said, hey, Terry, and hey, Siri popped up. (laughs) That's funny. Um, Michael Tuck, hola, how's it going? Um, Okay, so let me start with announcements. We had our tables um, event today. It was incredible. I love it. I love it. It's my favorite event. I think it just does. It's so good. It's just so much information for people. Um, Raise your hand if you... (laughs) You're always distracting me. Um, <laughs> raise your hand if you, when you have, when you're running early, start doing other things, and then you end up late. <laughs> That's what I always do. Serum so far, Marian loves the serum. Me too. Adaptive Neuro Palm. Uh, oh yes, I love that. I love it too. Every time I get out of the shower, I'm like, "Ooh, this is gonna be nice." This is gonna, and it just makes you feel like super luxurious. I love it. Adaptive is, is a feeler oil. Feeler oil okay tamer yes kelly all right good so adaptive the blend plus bl- um blue spru- black spruce is amazing the two together are just like mm, so good in the diffuser i love it um but then i think it was kim showed today told me she ha- she hated it so <laughs> to each his own to me it's my favorite thing ever i'm gonna make a roller bottle for drew to wear as a cologne because i think it smells like cologne um but anyway, so we had a tables event. It was really, really good. There were, there was a cooking table and a cleaning table and a, a motions table and a kids table and a woman's hormones table and a healing hands table and a co-impact sourcing table and just all these different tables. If you haven't been to one of these events before, they're super, super fun. Um, they're a really great opportunity to kind of get, Um, a sampling of all the different products and everybody had like an activity or a sample or a way for you to um, experience that, the oil in those ways. There was birth and childbirth and labor and delivery and on that kind of thing. The new products were there. Anyway, it was an amazing um, event. We had a huge turnout Um, next time you really have to plan to come. And we did it in the spring. So January time last year. So it's likely we'll do that again next year. We'll see. Um, but next time I encourage you to come and it's something you could kind of potentially replicate, um, in a smaller setting in somebody's house, you could, you could do it maybe not with tables, but, um, maybe in different rooms of the house or similar and have it be like a customer event. Um, it would be a really great way to get, especially new people on board, new builders, maybe who are kind of still, um, still young and building their businesses and growing their businesses, but it would be a good way for them to, in a community setting, kind of dip their foot into teaching and have a little area where they can share the information they know, um, in a very hands-on way. So, hey mom, if you're here, um, but anyway, so, Today's topic, I hope that you're interested in, what were the other announcements? There really aren't any other announcements. There's not really any upcoming stuff other than the um, post-convention tour in Charlotte um, on the 16th. So that, you know, make plans to be at that, or is it the 19th? I keep thinking it's the 16th or the 19th, and I don't know why I can't keep those numbers straight in my mind. Hey, Shamika um But I would definitely encourage you to ju- to jump in on one of those. If that one is not the closest one for you, then look into the alternatives. And um, they're all up and down the East Coast, kind of spaced, you know, every I don't know, maybe 500 miles or so. So there's one in Atlanta as well. Um, I think I don't remember if there's one in Virginia. Anyway, you can check it out. Let me know if you're going to one. Um, but they're a really big deal, and they're going to be a little bit actually more like this tables event. They're going to have more like a product showcase at each event and 19th. Thank you, Kelly. I knew you would know. Um, and that um, will give you a chance to experience all the new stuff and a lot of other things from from doTERRA. Hey, Leanna. Welcome. Um, so anyway, I encourage you to really look at the dates on those, and if you can go, go and register. And the cool thing is, is you register. You do have to pay to go. Um, you pay for a ticket, it's $15 and then you can bring a guest for free and you both will get an oil and it's an oil that you can't buy all the time. So I don't even know what the oil is. They haven't announced, but, um, but that's very exciting. Also, if you're curious about when you can get the new products, you can get them on the 1st of October. Now there is some question about whether or not you're going to be able to get the products as the, as the kit, unless you go to a post-convention tour, I can't promise you anything. If you go to a post-convention tour, you'll be able to buy it there. Hey, Nancy, um, if you are um, just thinking about buying it online, I'm not sure that the kits will be available online and, um, unless you're at a post-convention tour. Um, Laura, Barbara, welcome. Hey, ladies. Um, so anyway, that's that. I just wanted to make sure that you all were aware that that was something coming down the pipes if you did not already know. Okay, so I'm going to talk about tonight the secrets of getting people to your classes. And this is something that I need to hear for myself. This is something that I know is true in my heart of hearts and that um, I have tried to kind of, um, I've tried to like do the same things over and over again. And of course I'm getting the same results and it's frustrating. And so um, what I have decided, uh, Shamika says, how much are the kids? I think they were like 230, two 275, somewhere between there. And I don't remember exactly, which is a huge savings versus paying for everything out uh, um, on its own but I I never priced that out so I don't know what the price difference is they will probably at the tours though tell you what the difference would be if you were buying everything individually but anyway getting people to classes so I really want you to consider a couple of things first of all what makes you come to a class what makes you go to an event at all and if you have the thoughts running through your head please share them in the comments because I really want you to be thinking about that so when I think about that what makes me want to come to an event one, are my friends going to be there? 2 is it going to be fun? Thank you Kelly 239. 3 am i going to take something from this class that is useful and 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 benefits me? 4 is it something i can't get online from the comfort of my own couch? And then 5 i don't know what 5 would be. But those four things are pretty pretty heavy on my mind when i'm thinking. So Shamika says knowledge, okay? Awesome. That's a good one. Are you gonna get knowledge? Is it gonna add, have a valuable uh, message you can take home? Very good question. Kelly has shared the tuck for the, or Kelly talk. Kelly has shared the post for the um, post convention tours. Thank you, Kelly, that's helpful. Um, I go to an event to learn about things that interest me. Okay, so Marianne, I question what interests you? That's what I wanna know. Okay, so when you went to your first class, your first doTERRA class, What got you to go? And I'll just re like, I'll just go back in time to six and a half years ago. (laughs) That was beautiful, wasn't it? Um, When I went to my first class and I was really coerced. I didn't want to go. It was cold outside. It was dark outside. It was a little bit rainy and gross. And I just thought, you know, I have better things I could do. Crystal was like, you should come, you should come, you should come, you should come. And she followed up with me like eight times before the class. And she was like, I'm really thinking it would be good for Ange and Ange's kids because one of her kids has a breathing um, issue, cystic fibrosis. Um, And so she's like, I really think it could be good for the kids. And and then, of course, Angela was like, I kind of want to go. And I was like, fine, I'll go if I can ride with you. And so that's how that all came to pass, right? Crystal twisted my arm, legit. I also trusted her. And I knew that Crystal had... Um, my best interest in mind because we already had uh, a relationship. So that was a key element with me feeling like I should go. Um, Natural health solutions for stress. Don't want medicine. Don't want drugs. Okay. Energy is attractive too. Energy. Oh, Shamika, please elaborate a little bit. Tamala, are you really on here? Um, okay. So that was something that played a major role for me was I had a trust for the person who was hosting the class in the first place. And I certainly had a bit of curiosity. Um, but I actually thought I already knew everything about the topic. So I was like, I told her, I was like, you know, I'll come, but I already know a lot. So I don't want to be the know-it-all, but, oh, Tamala twisted your arm, Leanna. So So I'm glad she hopped on here. Hopefully she heard that. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I think that it's a really, um, important thing to think about how are you inviting people Or and who are you inviting? Are you inviting people that love you, that trust you, that you've built a relationship and then they'll, you know, they'll take your word for something. Um, because that's really a key, key, especially when we're first getting started, a key element. But even as we move on, as we network with our business, as we grow our businesses outside of our initial warm market, we have to develop those relationships of trust that, what we're doing and why we're, our motives are to support the other person. Michael says, I would probably go to a class where there is unique knowledge that I couldn't get in most places. Also, sometimes it takes someone telling me why I need to go to a class instead of watching a video. Okay. If, yeah, give us more examples of that. What does that mean exactly? The host's positive energy about what is presented. Absolutely, that's huge. If you have an upbeat and, and really super enthusiastic, like if you're so excited about what you're, what this event is about, then of course, people are gonna feel that. People are gonna be excited. And honestly, I will tell you, that inviting a bunch of people, new people that I barely know to an intro class does not excite me. (laughs) It really honestly does not. And it's not because I don't want them to have oils or I don't want to introduce them to oils. It's that I don't want them to think that my life revolves around oils. And the people who I brought in, in the beginning knew that already. They knew that my life, you know, we were homesteaders. We were, you know, had all of these other things going on in our lives, homeschoolers, parents, you know, we have a faith that is important to us. Like all these different elements were important to us. And the first people that I brought in were people who knew that about me. Okay. So the new people that I'm meeting and inviting are people who don't know that about me, who don't, aren't really that familiar. I want to hang out with them. I just want to get to know them first. So now the events that I'm going to be scheduling are not going to necessarily be a hundred percent an intro about oils. I am going to incorporate oils in a way that's sort of peripheral. Or on the periphery, I'm not sure what the right word is for that, so that they can see what my, my, my other interests are. And of course, I do a lot of one-on-ones, which seem very direct and to the point, and you can do that really easily. But even with those people that I do one-on-ones, I want them to get to know the fullness of sort of my story. And so that's something I just wanted to encourage you all to be thinking about. Kelly said, someone had given me a sample and it worked for my baby's needs. Also, I didn't want to be rude since I turned her down on so many other invites for other things. Um, yeah, so that is something that will a lot of times kind of will use samples as a way to like lure people in and there's nothing wrong with that. I think it can work in the right situation. Um, but that guilt factor is a lot of, a lot of what I've heard about people going to their first class is like being guilted into going. And honestly, I don't know that that feels real good. Yeah. Hey, Marcy. Huh? Um, and Michael's going to elaborate here. Meaning, the person inviting me needs to show me why it's more important that I go to their class instead of just doing my own research. I see. Yes, that's a very good point. Valid point. The person inviting needs to see the value in the class and needs to. And it needs to. Yeah, it needs to be explained well. Or and explain it well. Very good. Okay, so that's definitely a key element. So for me, okay, now I'm like, all right. So how can I get creative, and develop classes that are more than just um an intro to essential oils something that i now would be interested in coming to because at this point honestly we're in a new phase of doTERRA right we're in a new phase where a lot of people can look online for this kind of information they can get an intro to essential oils online hey faith welcome they can look and find a lot of that beginner material online. And maybe you should even be doing regular intro classes online and getting that basic information to your folks. So you know that they're getting the right information and not, you know, interse- internet research information. But what can you do differently to get them to actually show up in person? Jenny Brown, Fiona, man, a lot of fun people jump in tonight. Yay. Um, so, what can you do? What element can you add? Now for me, it's going to be different probably than it is for you because my interests are maybe different than what yours are. And we can go back and forth and brainstorm and come up with ideas that might work across the board. Um, But here are some ideas for my own personal use. And this is something that I think some people will laugh at. So I love crafting. If you don't know that already, I, I love mom's nights in where we craft together. I think it's a magical experience. So crafting is huge. And of course, you can always do make-and-takes. Make-and-takes are huge. But I think, again, you just need to make sure you're doing those in a format that's, like, not the objective of, like, um, well, it just has to be a real natural and exciting format. Don't just do a make-and-take for the sake of doing a make-and-take. Do a make-and-take that excites you, okay? So, you know, a lot of times we do, oh, I'll have a holiday make-and-take. Oh, I'll do – you know, this make and take, that make and take. But when you make it about something that you love and you're passionate about and that you bring to the table, that's super exciting to you. It's going to be more meaningful than buying like a kit of make and take stuff and just doing that unless you're super excited about that. So I saw there were a ton of make and take options now that you can buy the labels and the bottles and all of it as like one kit. And that could be a really powerful way to make it simple and easy for you. But make sure that you're connecting with the material and feeling super excited about it. Also, you know, really make it about the bonding time, because that is something that you cannot get online. So really making it so okay. I had a a little group of people over the other night to my house for looking at the new product. And it was really easy for me to think of people to invite. It was really easy for me to think of people that I wanted to connect with and, and even new people who didn't know me that well. I wanted them to come because all I was gonna do was set up the new products at the table. We were gonna sit around a table, eat cheese, drink wine and have a good night. And that's what my invitation looked like. It looked like, hey lady, I'm having some ladies over tomorrow night to check out the new products and just have a, good, a nice night together. Can you come? Like that's it. That's what the invite looked like. And if somebody invited me to that, I would want to go, okay? So sometimes I think we give um too much structure to our classes and let of and instead of letting things maybe roll uh, more um more uh, organically, okay? So I just want to be I want you to be thinking about how you can do that. How can you make things roll more organically? Hey Alicia, um so what are some ideas that you guys can think of? Here's a couple that are on my list of things to do. So first of all, I love crafting. So macrame night, I'm, I'm planning a macrame night. And I, you, I'm going to invite a ton of people, people I don't know very well, especially people I do know very well, because I know we have fun together. Um, I'm going to have, you know, maybe some wine and some cheese and some snackies. And it's going to be a laid back setting. And I might bring out my iTobi and say, does anybody want to do a scan while they're here? Um, and of course have the oils going in the diffuser and some of the people that come are going to be people who are already enrolled. And so it's going to be a natural conversation. I've also had soap making workshops and I've had, um, which I love. I love making stuff, dryer ball, making workshops, things like that are really exciting for me. If I'm going to leave with something I made, or even if I'm just going to have a very hands-on experience, you can't do that online, right? So really making about experiences, about connection and community. And that is something that I just want you all to kind of take with you. And how can you add that layer into what you're doing? Leanna says exactly making classes laid back and informal if people think they could never do what you did They won't that's definitely true, too So what we also want people to leave with is like this feeling of like, oh, that was fun I want to have this kind of an event at my house, right? That's totally what we want to do So I really just want to encourage you to think about how you can kind of Take a twist from these formal classes that you've been having and just have a casual night Where you're like, you know, I'm having a few friends over to talk about some of the oils that i've been using lately or the oils I use at this time of year, or maybe you don't even mention oils, I don't know, and just have them kind of sp- spread throughout your house. Now, this topic of getting people to classes and events was a major topic when we were at our Diamond Retreat. And when I talked to anyone in the higher up, Like Blue diamonds, presidential diamonds that are even in our upline, they are saying the same thing. It is very hard to get people to classes now. It's just different. And I think a lot of that has to do with what's happening online. And what Michael said is key. We can't just do and present the information people can get online. We have to have an experience that's fun for everyone. Um, Maybe that means have an oil game night. And there are several different oil games out there that you can get and play Um, and that could be great for existing customers or, um, you know, just to kind of stir things up a little bit, but I think really being focused on that community connection that you can definitely not get very well in an online setting is going to be a key element. So what can you do, um, to add that layer to your, to your classes? Do any of you have any ideas? Is any of this like ringing true for you guys? Are you excited about this? Is this like, ah, I don't know what to do with that. I'm curious. Another class idea <clears throat> I was thinking about was having a um, a Symphony of the Cells swapping class where, you know, you have several people come over and you can go through several different Symphony of the Cells protocols and take turns um, giving those to each other, which they take like seven to 10 minutes. They're super quick. Um, if it's all ladies, it's especially easy to do that. Um, so that's one idea. I had an idea when I was falling asleep last night, you know how it is. And I didn't write it down, but it was just brilliant. (laughs) I'll come back to you when I remember it. Um, but yeah, so these are all just thoughts and, um, what I'm seeing working in my business versus what wasn't working before. So, you know, things that aren't working for me are saying, okay, I'm doing essential oils or the science of essential oils class. I'm not seeing a lot of people show up for those. Okay. Um, I'm not seeing a lot of people show up for, um, even, you know, talking about lifelong vitality tonight. What really works isn't posting on the internet with the theme of your next classes. What really works is connecting with individuals and saying, Hey, I'm going to have a few ladies over to talk about supplements that I use and that have really helped me stay healthy tomorrow night. Are you available? And, um, that is a much more effective way to invite people, um, I've found, than anything else. Cook stuff with oils while you talk about them and then eat it all. Absolutely, Anna, that's brilliant. Um, we actually did have a cooking in oils class. And not only were people really excited about the oils, it was super fun. It was a really fun class. We did that last fall. And so it feels like a really good time of year to do that for sure. Um, and we had, um, what all did we make? We had like mulling, um, wine, mulled wine with, with essential oils in it. We made, um, barbecue chicken. What else? Um, Fortunately, we had a, a food blogger who was able to help us with that. And she came up with some really great recipes. Um, and Malia, who's an amazing baker, made us some um, like rolls that were really like cinnamon rolls that were really good. Hey, Annie. Hey, Chasey. you really up this late. Anyway, so just really be thinking about the different things that you can do and the fun that you can have if you're just focused on connecting with people on a really personal basis. And and I think when we make that our focus, uh, people will just be drawn to us. And whether they buy oils or not is kind of secondary. They will. They will buy oils. Um, but really focusing on that thing that just is fun about getting together with people. And of course the oils are a piece of your life, but they're not the whole of your life. Um, and that's important because people don't connect to us because we're the oil people. They connect to us for all the other things that we bring to the table. And the oils are just one, um, one layer of that. Just like these people that are coming are not going to drop everything and just be oil people. They have all these other things moving in their lives and really what they want most of all is connection. And that's really going to be the most important and valuable way, um, to even bring them on your team. I mean, honestly, you can enroll people all day long. If they don't stick with you, then it's kind of, you're not building that residual income. So you want to build these bonds with people so that they can see, um, how much more you bring and, um, How much they want to be a part of all of that and likewise how much you want to be a part of their lives at the same time so anyways those are just the thoughts and this is something that we were across the board talking about at our diamonds retreat we had tons of ideas around this one woman was doing she actually had organized a a bar crawl or that's what it's called right yeah bar crawl where um once a month her and like 10 and this was a growing community that she was building did a bar crawl and then she actually was a she was a single woman she was older like in her 60s maybe and she would have a music um event at her house once a month as well and like a just a acoustic kind of musical event people would come over They would listen to the music. She would pull out an ITOV, have the oils all around, and people would just be asking her about it because they know she has them, right? Um, What were some of the other examples she gave? They had a book club, and they did the same thing, and it was just a really dynamic-sounding group um, that was sort of um, involved with each other in different ways and on different levels. The one people people need to keep in mind is anything they do needs to be duplicable or we will deter people from thinking they can do what you do with the business. So that may be true. So duplication is important, but really the most important thing to duplicate is um, our enthusiasm for the oils and our ability to help people with them. So. Well, I, I appreciate giving them training and like a framework and I totally do. And I still think, you know, go through the units, go through these trainings that are available to help you learn some really key skills. Um, the beauty of creating a business with doTERRA is that we can do it with our own personality. Um, so I think what's, the, the worry that I have and I've seen is people doing the same things over and over again and saying, this isn't working. This isn't working. This isn't working. Myself included. And while um, the framework is still right, the skills are still right, they have to be applied through the lens of you in order to be effective. Or people will feel like it's shady. You know, it'll feel inauthentic. And so I really just want you to think about how you can add your signature to your doTERRA business. Um, and you can always follow the outline to the T and just add your, your specific, um, your voice to it. And actually, I think that there is, you'll see more and more um, class options that you can find, you know, that really maybe relate back to you. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, Like actually, Michael Tuck, this is one that you guys should do. I've seen there's a roller bottle make and take for the, um, for the greatest showman. And I mean, come on, we love the greatest showman, right? That would be a really fun one to do. Um, and just be thinking about those things and how you can, how you can use the tools that are out there. Um, the ones that specifically meet your voice and your enthusiasm and what gets you excited and really focus on those things. Um. Because honestly, the oils can sidle up next to almost anything. They really can. And this woman was being really successful and enrolling people like crazy just by having these regular kind of community events that people were showing up at. They knew she was, you know, has oils. She knew, they knew she had the Itobi. So she would whip that out and do a couple Itobis. And then from these events, she would actually book one-on-ones where she would be like, I'd love to help you kind of interpret your, your reading a little bit. Do you want to schedule a time this week where we can chat about it for 30 minutes or so? So it was a really powerful way for her to make these connections with people that were unique and authentic. Um, and then lead that into, uh, another chance for her to, you know, help them either uh, enroll or set up their LRP so they could get those products. So it was really good customer service. Um, but Anyways, keep sharing your thoughts and ideas and brainstorming on these different thoughts and ideas. I think that um, there's some real magic that happens when we can, um, when we can come together and, and kind of hash all this stuff out. Um, but I want you to just be excited about that. I think, um, sometimes we overthink the invitation process that it has to be some sort of meticulous thing, but I'll tell you, I've gotten more responses from the short little, Hey lady, what you doing to on Thursday, are you available to come? We're going to check out these new products and, um, and just have a little, have a nice time together. Um, that has gotten a ton of responses, and even if people couldn't come, they're like, oh, "I can't make it, but tell me next time you're doing something," which is huge. You know, a lot of times I've sent out invites and I don't get responses at all, and I've tried to like have this formal description of you know what the class is. Um, so I think I wanted to remind you that don't overcomplicate things, and maybe that's really the message here: don't overcomplicate it. Um, really keep it simple and keep it you. So it's nine thirty on the dot. I'm going to leave you with those thoughts and feel free to post. Maybe you a hundred thousand percent disagree with me. That's okay. (laughs) And I'm sure there are people who are doing it differently than this and they're having success too. So there's more than one way to skin a cat, but I'm just sharing with, with you what I'm super excited about and what, um, what is kind of just breathing new life back into my business, um, new enthusiasm into what I'm doing. And um, just getting me excited to get some other random classes on the schedule that are um, about, you know, the oils a little bit, but more of these other things that I think are just, um, um, oh, hey, Ann. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Um, I think that are just, I don't know, little nuggets. So, anyway, all right, everybody. Hey, Marcus. Hey, Dawn. Didn't see you. And Melissa. All right. I'm closing off tonight. This will be live in the group. You can watch it whenever you want to. And I'll try to get it up on the podcast tomorrow for those folks who like to listen. Um, But love you guys. Appreciate everything that you're doing. And let me know if there's anything I can do to support you. All right. Good night.